0: Hello everyone and welcome uh, to today's teaching where we're talking about God is dead, the truth concerning the tree of life and the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. And before we go on, let's pray. Father, we thank you and we bless you. May you enlighten our understanding, Father. May we indeed get to know you beyond what we know. May you cause us to know more about you. We pray for depth and we pray for intimacy in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. So first things first, um, I've chosen to record this because I've been getting comments and reviews that um, the quali- the sound quality in the videos is not as clear. So I've chosen to record this as an audio and to share it. and I, And I would like to, um. Make it known to you that if you have any questions, feel very much free to ask. Uh, My number is there. You can text me on WhatsApp. You can even send me a message and I'll be able to respond to the questions as soon as I can. So the Bible talks about the tree of life and the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. And God told this to Adam that the day you eat of the tree of knowledge of the knowledge of good and evil, you shall die. You shall die. God said, You can eat the way to every tree and any tree, but of that tree you should not eat or don't eat it because when you do, you're going to die. So, uh, the reality of that and what I'll be talking about today is what has produced the title that God is dead, and we'll be coming to an understanding of that as I unpack this as the spirit leads. So, What exactly is the tree of life and what exactly is the tree of the knowledge of good and evil? Because it is an imperative that we gather the intelligence behind these two trees so that we can also come to the reality of the title that says God is dead. Now, the tree of life, the tree of life is a consciousness and is an expression or an expansion of the consciousness. It's actually an expansion of the consciousness of God. And that tree in and of itself is God himself. It is God himself. And the tree... Of the knowledge of good and evil is also an an expansion of a consciousness, and that consciousness is the consciousness of God Himself, because the Bible says is the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. When we speak about the knowledge of good and evil, there can be no knowledge unless there is consciousness. Knowledge is a reality within consciousness itself, and the consciousness that that tree represented, and that tree was an embodiment of, and not just merely a representation, is God Himself. That tree is God. That tree is a dimension in God. That tree is a dimension of the consciousness of God that is God himself. So these two trees... Are one consciousness and one tree, the tree of life, is the totality of the embodiment of the reality of God. So that tree carries infinite mysteries and possesses the mysteries of life because it is the tree of life, it carries the mysteries of life. And the tree of the knowledge of good and evil is a consciousness within the consciousness of the tree of life. Why? Because the tree of life carries the mysteries of life, and the mystery of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil is also a mystery of life, the mystery of the knowledge of good and evil is a mystery of life itself. So it is contained within the tree of life. So that tree was contained within the tree of life. And if Adam would have eaten the tree of life, he would have also consumed the reality of the knowledge of good and evil in the same tree that is in the tree of life, because the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, or rather the consciousness of good and evil was contained within the tree of life. But these two trees had different governing principles. And the principle that governs the tree of the knowledge of good and evil is the principle of sin and death, which, uh, which Apostle Paul talks about when he says that, um, that the spirit, the law of the spirit, has set me free from the principle of from the law of sin and death. And the law of sin and death is a principle of consciousness and is a consciousness itself, because any principle of consciousness is consciousness itself. Because consciousness is a principle to itself and is a principle in and of itself. So the manifestations of consciousness are determined by consciousness itself. Because one of the principles of consciousness is that consciousness is a principle to its own self, consciousness governs itself. Consciousness Consciousness dictates its own manifestations, and consciousness operates through the first principle of itself that is itself. So the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, that specific consciousness, that manifestation of the consciousness of God, that embodiment of the consciousness of God, was governed by the principle of sin and death. And that is why God told Adam, the day you eat of it, you shall die. The day you eat of it, you shall die. So when Adam partook of that tree, Adam died. I repeat, when Adam partook of that tree, Adam died. But now the interesting thing to note is that Adam. Died, But before Adam died, there was the reality of death. And the reality of death was contained in life itself. So what exactly is death? Death is a manifestation of consciousness. Death is a manifestation of consciousness, meaning that death is a reality within the structure of consciousness, and is a principle within the reality of consciousness, and is a manifestation from consciousness, and is a manifestation that manifests through consciousness itself. So death is a consciousness within consciousness. That means that death is a reality within life, that life manifests in death and life manifests through death. And that life that we are talking about is God himself, who is the tree of life. So death was a reality in the tree of life as well. Death was a reality in the tree of life itself. Now, the tree of life is governed by a different principle, and that principle is a principle that has to do with life itself that life is a principle to itself that consciousness is a principle to itself. But now these two trees they represent two um, two different but one, Principle. There are two different principles, but these principles also converge and they are one principle. So the tree of life carries the principle of life itself. And the tree of death, uh, the tree of the knowledge of good and evil carries the principle of sin and death. Now, the principle of sin and death is contained within the principle of life itself. So when we say that God is dead, is because in and of himself, God has experienced death in himself, and that there is a dimension in the being of God, a realm in the being of God that is death, that God has died in and of himself. And it is from that death of God that God has resurrected from himself, in himself, through himself, by himself. And that is why Jesus speaks and he says that I am the resurrection. Now, I am the resurrection. Jesus is not the resurrection by virtue of man's death. Jesus is the resurrection. God himself is the resurrection by virtue of his own life by virtue of his own consciousness, that within his own consciousness and in the reality of his consciousness, God died in himself, and manifested from himself as resurrection, that there is a dimension within consciousness itself that is resurrection. Why? Because consciousness, life must manifest in death. And because consciousness has no beginning and has no end, that is to say, life has no beginning and life has no end, life must continue from its death, and life must manifest from death, and life must continue to manifest after death and in death itself. Jesus said the following. Now, this is an illustration that Jesus gave that can help us grasp this. Jesus said the following, that unless a grain of wheat falls to the ground and dies, it cannot increase. It cannot produce. Now, when we speak about a seed, a grain of wheat, we're talking about life. We're talking about that which has life. And when that which has life dies, that is when that consciousness manifests as death, it is through its manifestation in death that that life to to manifest in other dimensions of itself. That is, there is an increase of the manifestation of life through death. So when we begin to talk about that, we realize that the reality of death that is contained within the principle of life, that is life itself, that death is a continuation of the manifestation of consciousness, that life must manifest through death. Now, because God died and that in his death, God resurrected from himself in himself, that in death, death is a manifestation of life. Death is not the end of life. Death is a manifestation of life. That's something that is very significant for us to comprehend, that death is a manifestation of life, and death manifests through life, and death manifests from life. So there is a consciousness that is a consciousness of death. There is a consciousness that is the reality of death itself. And when we speak about the consciousness, the principle of sin and death, that has to do with the consciousness of death, because the principle of sin and death is the principle of the flesh. It is the principle of the flesh. When you are talking about the flesh, we are talking about the sinful nature. Now understand, it's important for us to understand that the sinful nature existed before man existed. The sinful nature existed before man existed. If it were not so then the principle of sin and death would not be in existence prior to man's existence. Because when the Bible talks about the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, and that is what now produced the flesh, that is what produced the flesh in man, that is what caused man to be corrupt, that tree, eating of that tree, partaking of that tree, and coming to the reality of the consciousness of that tree, and coming to the reality of the principle of the consciousness of that tree, and the principle and consciousness of that that tree is also known as the sinful nature, is the sinful nature itself. So the sinful nature is a reality within the reality of God. The sinful nature is a reality within the reality of God himself and is a manifestation of his consciousness and is a manifestation from the consciousness of man. So when man partook of the tree, he sinned. The act of eating the tree is sinning. Now question, How is it that man, Eve, was able to eat of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil without? having the sinful nature if indeed the tree of the knowledge of good and evil introduced the sinful nature in man. So you see that the act of sin comes before the sinful nature. So that means that in Eve and in Adam there was that dimension of reality of the sinful nature and that sinning itself, eating the tree of life was a manifestation of the consciousness, of uh, was a manifestation of the sinful nature that already existed in man, that already existed in Adam and that already existed in Eve. Because that sinful nature is a reality of consciousness. It is a reality of consciousness itself. It is a reality within consciousness. It is a reality from the manifestation of consciousness and is a consciousness that is governed by the principle of sin and death. By the principle of sin and death. Now when we talk about the principle of sin and death, that has to do with the principle of wrongdoing. The principle of wrongdoing. So when you speak about uh, the knowledge of good and evil, that these are realities within the consciousness of God and they must play out in the grand scheme of things. They must play out in life. So the knowledge of good and evil was a design of life, that man must partake of the knowledge of good and evil. But the distinction that comes in is how man was to partake of that reality and how man was to uh, come to the knowledge of good and evil within himself, which already resided in himself. Because if, the when, because the sinful nature, not even if and when, because the sinful nature resided in man himself as a possibility of his consciousness. So that principle, uh, so that nature in and of itself was already in man. And being already in man, and man partaking of the knowledge of good and evil, man partaking of that tree, it was simply An increasing according to the cosmic principle of increase. It was simply an increase of that which was already in him. It was simply giving, it was simply a, a bringing to life and a bringing to dominance of the sinful nature which was already in man. Because the principle that man ought to live by is the principle of life, not the principle of sin and death. And the principle of sin and death, that specific consciousness that operates according to that principle, is contained within the principle of life that is within. the consciousness of life itself, because the principle of life is what rules and governs the consciousness of God. Why? Because of death and resurrection, that God has died in himself, and having died in himself, and having resurrected from himself, he has conquered death in himself through the manifestation of death through his consciousness, and in his consciousness, by his consciousness, from his consciousness, which is him himself. So when man, If man would have partaken of the tree of life, then man would have conquered death. Death would have been something that man would have conquered. Man would have died in life as opposed to man dying in death. Because when man partook of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. He partook of a death that was outside the reality of life, though within that though that death in and of itself is within the reality of life. Because this death that we are talking about, the tree of the knowledge of good and evil is an is an expansion from the tree of life. Is an expansion from the tree of life, is a manifestation of the omega dimension of God. And in order for you to get to the omega, you must go through the alpha. So the alpha itself is a representation or rather is the reality of the tree of life. That if man would have partaken the tree of life, would have gotten to the omega through the alpha. And it is appointed by God that we get to the omega through the alpha, but when man part took of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil he partook of the end before partaking of the beginning and when you partake of the end before you partake of the beginning you partake of death before you partake of life you partake of death before you partake of life and in the life that man is man was to partake of the life of god within his own life that had come from god within the life of god that is in him within the portion of god that is in him he was to partake of the alpha before partaking of the Omega, because the Omega was contained in the Alpha. And yes, the Omega also contains the Alpha. But when you begin from the end, you begin to experience realities contrary to the ordained. You begin to experience realities contrary. Contrary to the ordained, because according to the ordained order of God and according to the ordained realms of God, which are God Himself and are in God, it is Alpha then Omega, not Omega then Alpha. So when man partook of this tree, When man partook of this tree and he ate of that tree, now he entered into the Omega, into the end, that is, into the end of life. Because that which is Omega is life, and that which is Alpha is life. So, Omega, the Omega of life is the death of life. The Omega of life is the manifestation of death of life, the manifestation of life as death. So man partook of the manifestation of life as death. And so the day he ate of it, he died. And God said the following, behold, man has become like one of us. Behold, man has become like one of us, possessing the knowledge of good and evil. That means, behold, man has become death as we have become death. Man has died as we died in ourselves and we resurrected from ourselves. Man has also died in himself and man has experienced life. Now, because the life and man has experienced life as death and has experienced life manifesting as death. And because of that, because of beginning from the end, now that means that death became a principle, a ruling principle, a governing principle over the reality of man. Because man partook of the consciousness that is governed by the principle of sin and death. And as a result also, he had to die physically as well. He had to die physically as well because he died. When he partook of that tree, he died. That means he came into the principle of sin and death. And now he came into the manifestation of himself from the principle of sin and death. So he died. And that's why people die, physically speaking. That is why people die, physically speaking. Now, having been in death and having partaken of death, it is only the principle of life that could come and salvage man. That means that it is only the reality of alpha that could come and salvage man from the omega and take him back to the alpha so that he can experience the omega from the reality of alpha rather than experiencing the omega and then journeying through the omega to the reality of the alpha. So you find that it is God, it is in God himself that God came and when God came as flesh, he restored man back to the alpha because man had already experienced the omega and he, in experiencing the omega and functioning from the principle of life and death and having become death and experiencing death in and of himself and being death and therefore manifesting as death even in body, because the body also, it is an imperative within the divine prerogative of God that the physical body of man also partakes of death because the totality of man was, the totality of man partook of the reality of sin and death. The totality of man partook of the reality of sin and death. And therefore, within that prerogative of the principle of sin and death, the physical body must also partake of that reality. And the physical body in and of itself, having been joined by God to the soul spirit, to the consciousness that you are, have becomes an extension of consciousness. So that consciousness that you are, which also has a physical dimension, also experiences death within the reality of the physical realm and within the reality of the physical body, because that separation of soul spirit and body is an experiencing of death though we are born in death because the person that gave us birth to us adam the bible says that through adam all died so when you are born you are born within the reality of death you're born within the principle of sin and death and that which applies and the principle of sin and death is the principle of death so whatever functions within the principle of sin and death is dead so when i said god is dead it's because there is adam dimension. dimension in God that is sin and death. And in that dimension, God himself has died in himself and God is death in that respective reality of himself. In that specific reality of himself, God is death. That is why God said the following, behold, man has become like one of us. And the Attachment to the tree of the knowledge of good and evil is death, that the day you eat of it, you shall die. So, God was also saying, Behold, man has died the way we died in ourselves. Man has died the way we died in ourselves. And it is now an imperative that man experiences resurrection. It is now an imperative that man experiences resurrection. And resurrection is experienced through Alpha. Resurrection is experienced in the Alpha, from the Alpha, by the Alpha, which also contains the reality of. Of omega, which also contains the reality of omega, that is the reality of death itself. So it is this imperative, it is from this imperative of reality that we find now Christ comes down as flesh and in him coming down as flesh, he comes down to take man back to the alpha because now man began not even began his life, but manifested his life from the omega rather than manifesting his life from the alpha. Because the only way to get to the end is by going through the beginning. That is the ordained order. It is not the end, then the beginning. It is the beginning, then the end. It is the beginning, then the end. Why? Because the revelation of the end is in the beginning. The revelation of the end is in the beginning. You cannot fully comprehend the end unless you also comprehend the beginning when you comprehend the beginning you are able to comprehend the end and you are able not only to comprehend the end but to conquer the end so when man began from the end he was conquered by the end so it is an imperative that man now must be taken back to the beginning and be conquered in the be- and be conquered by life that's why scripture says that one must be born again why must you be born again and yet You are already born. You must be born again. That means you must be reintroduced into this life from the alpha dimension of God. You must be reintroduced into this life from the alpha dimension of God, not from the omega, but from the alpha so that you can comprehend the omega. That is, you must be introduced into life through life and not through death. Because now man introduced himself to death before He was introduced to Alpha. So it is an imperative that he gathers the intelligence of Alpha because man is born in the reality of Omega. But man now, per divine prerogative, man must also be born again. Through the principle and reality of life, that is the principle of omega, that, that is the principle of alpha, and alpha is the principle of beginnings, the principles of life, and whatever begins, whatever begins, whatever begins, whatever begins within the parameters of God has an expression of omega. So there are alphas in God, beginnings in God that carry expressions of omega. That means that within the reality of life itself, within the manifestation, of consciousness. There is the reality of death from consciousness in consciousness through consciousness by consciousness for the continuous manifestation of consciousness. That means that also... Within you there is the reality of resurrection. Within you there is the reality of resurrection. That you are a resurrection. You are and you carry the reality of the resurrection and you must also manifest from the reality of resurrection. That is why Jesus said that I am the resurrection. That the second Adam is the resurrection. The second Adam is the reality and totality of resurrection. That means that he is the manifestation of the beginning from the end. He is the manifestation of the beginning from the end because now we took our adam took the whole of humanity to the end rather than taking the whole of humanity to the alpha and then through the alpha ending the alpha to come to the end because when you begin from the beginning the end cannot conquer you but when you beginning from when you begin from the end the end conquers you and the end rules over you so the principle of life conquers death the principle of life conquers death adam partook of the principle of death before partaking of the principle of life if he would have partaken of the principle of life he would have conquered death but because he partook of the principle of death he was conquered by it the principle of death when you partake of that principle it conquers you whatever principle you partake of that principle becomes conquering so these two trees are the same they are the same reality they are the same tree They are the same tree, they are the same reality, and that reality is the reality of God himself. So we must gather the intelligence that death was also a reality within the prerogative of God, that death was also a reality within the prerogative of God. But how man was to experience death, that is the distinction. Because how God experienced death in and of himself, that is why scripture said that before the foundations of the world, he was already slain. He was slain in himself. He was slain in himself, that in his, in him In him gathering his self-knowledge, he died in gathering that self-knowledge and resurrected from gathering that self-knowledge because the very reality of the gathering of the self-knowledge of God began from the alpha dimension and began in the alpha dimension, not in the omega dimension, but in his alpha dimension. And beginning from his alpha, that means beginning from the principle of life. And when you begin from the principle of life, you conquer the principle of death. But when you begin from the principle of death, you you are conquered by the principle of death. That means when you begin from the consciousness of life, you conquer the consciousness of death. You conquer the consciousness of the knowledge of good and evil. But when you begin from the consciousness of the knowledge of good and evil, you are conquered by the knowledge of good and evil. You are conquered by that specific knowledge. And being conquered by that knowledge, if you partake of the tree of life, and yet you are conquered by that knowledge, it becomes problematic. And that is why Adam and Eve were kicked out of the Garden of Eden. That is why they were kicked out. Why? Because if they would have taken of the tree of life, having been conquered by the tree, the reality and the consciousness, because now they existed in the consciousness of sin and death, if they would have partaken of that without necessarily coming to a place of repentance and renunciation, if they would have partaken of that, then they principle of sin and death would have been made permanent within their existence. And I dare say this, it would have been impossible for them to be saved. It would have been difficult for them to be redeemed. It would have been an impossibility for them to be redeemed within certain prerogatives of the manifestations of the principles of God that is God himself. And that is why God kicked them out. Why? So that they can come to this place of repentance. So that they can come to this place of Alpha by Alpha himself by the manifestation of of Alpha, by repentance, by Confession by acknowledging and by asking once again. You see, by asking, by asking. And it was through that that now man begins to gather the intelligence of life. Man begins to gather the intelligence of mercy. Man begins to gather the intelligence of consciousness, which he, uh, the consciousness of mercy, which he was intended to gather from the beginning. But now he's gathering it from the end, as he moves from the end to the beginning, as he is restored to the beginning, so that now he can conquer the end. So if you have any questions, please just feel very free to ask. If I said something and you want more clarification about it, feel free to ask. God bless you so much, and I hope and trust that you've been blessed by this teaching.